Welcome back into the St. Patrick's Day edition of Main Street Sports today. Glad to have you guys with us here on this Thursday. Tennessee will be tipping off here in about 40 minutes. And we will be off the air as quickly as we can so we can go watch it. <laughs> so, the best thing we can do is talk to our esteemed colleague and guest for today's second half. It is Teresa Walker of the Associated Press joining us now to talk about the Tennessee Titans and offseason moves, transactions. Who's going to be at St. Thomas Sports Park this fall? We'll find out right now. Teresa, what is going on? Oh, just, uh, well, I'm keeping an eye on NFL free agency today, have uh, the games on my TV screen, and uh, also uh, preparing. I drive first thing in the morning to Knoxville for the first and second round games there in the women's side of the tournament. And uh, so, yeah, nothing going on whatsoever this week. What are you talking about? I think you better be keeping both eyes on NFL free agency. Well, it, uh, for Titan fans who are very frustrated, calm down. Have you not paid attention to how John Robinson works? He's not, you know, usually making a big splash right as that first, you know, as soon as the league year opens and you, or in the, the tampering period or, you know, the negotiating period, as I prefer to call it. You know, there was the deal with uh, Malcolm Butler that happened on a Tuesday night during that uh, negotiating period, but, uh, and that was a big deal. But, you know, he, you know, the, the Bud Dupree deal, you know, that, that was a little slower. You know, he just doesn't rush into the market when, honestly, that's when teams are spending big, big, big money. And, you know, that's, you know, he's, he's done a pretty good job over the years of picking the pieces that they need. Now, I know a lot of people are upset. Well, you know, the Julio Jones was just a bust. And it's, he took a gamble a year ago, right? Uh, you know, Falcons were ready to move on. They made, you know, they traded him after June 1 to save cap. Now the Titans are, you know, have released him, made that official this morning, you know, a post one, uh, June one designation. That means they carry his hit on the cap until June one. He can go sign with anybody else. And, you know, Hey, he turned 33 in, in February. There'll be somebody who probably says, you know what, let's take a chance. And, you know, he did have 62 yards, uh, in the, in the playoff game, but you know, he's just not the Julio Jones that was a seven time pro bowler. Uh, he still leads the NFL in yards receiving per game, 91.9. But, uh, you know, when receivers of his caliber tend to hit the wall, it usually they go off the cliff Wiley Coyote-like. So, you know, right now the Titans, they, they tried. It didn't work out. It's time to move on. I still stop short of calling him a bust. I mean, he was injured. And and maybe the fact that he was not available is what makes him a bust. But I mean, I, I guess maybe that just comes with a thirty-three year old. Maybe I'm being stubborn. Maybe he was a bust. I just I, I just don't really want for the expectations, <clears throat> though. That's where that's where I think that there was that bust factor because there was the expectations that he could maybe be all that right. Um, and but here's the thing: if you read AJ Brown's social media post yesterday. You know, he got to work with a guy who is going to be in the Hall of Fame, you know, for, for, for you know, what, three quarters of a year. Uh, so he got to see how Julio Jones approaches things. 
and how he works and, and the attitude that he brings in the locker room and on the field. That is something that could absolutely pay dividends. It's just that, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, he was, you know, we saw tiny little flashes, right? You know, the game in Seattle, his one 100 yard performance of the season. And touchdown. You know, he had a touchdown. The yes, touchdown. Chris, I still think he, <laughs> it was a touchdown. No, he had one that really counted oh, that's in the regular right. yeah, season yeah, yeah. finale. Yeah. And it, but in that playoff game, guys, six catches, four of them for first down. So, uh, you know, maybe you look at him if you're another team and think, you know what, maybe he can be our third guy, he can be a first down guy. But for what the Titans needed, he just wasn't that. And it was, you know, they need money. I mean, you know, that $11.3 million in cap space they created isn't coming until June. That's going to help sign their draft class, but it's not going to help with getting a number one tight end or getting a, another receiver. I, I do think at this point this team needs to draft a first-round uh, receiver and take a shot on somebody at 26, but they also need to sign somebody because, you know, I, I'm sorry, that game in New England, uh, no offense, Cody Hollister, and I know that there's a lot of people love the upside of Mason Kinsey. They need somebody to pair across from A.J. Brown to make A.J. Brown all that he can be. You've got to get somebody to balance defenses up so that they're not sliding everything to A.J. We're speaking with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. And, Teresa, you talk about the fact that, you know, we've seen how J-Rob operates in free agency. He's not going to go out and make a splash on the first day or, or in the first week, and that's fine. But – Titans fans are seeing people walk away and they're not seeing people come in. And that's where the panic come from. I get that. You know, Roger Saffold is gone. Jack Rabbit Jenkins is gone. Julio is gone. Deontay Foreman is gone. That you know, hurt. I'm sorry. That one hurt. Deontay, For- Deontay Foreman, guys, who was sitting on his couch in October before the Titans called. Let's, yes, he performed well for the Titans down the stretch, but let's, he, he was not going to get the carries with the Titans this next season that he had while Derrick Henry was out. Why? Derrick Henry. Okay, and but he, he, he wasn't going to get he wasn't going to get those carries. Darrington Evans isn't going to get those carries either. Who is? I mean, obviously you don't want Derrick Henry to get hurt again. You don't want to be in a position where you need 1A as a running back. But, I mean, you could see a scenario well, where both those guys could have coexisted on this roster. Yeah, and guess what? Deontay Foreman sees maybe better opportunity with Christian McCaffrey's hit injury history in Carolina. So players do have the opportunity once they get to the free agent market to go somewhere else. You know, this is a guy who showed the NFL what he could do, and he's going for it. So you know, remember that's the other side of that. You know, the coin, so to speak. And you know, he he has that opportunity as well. And yes, I know there's a long list of players who hit free agency yesterday. I mean, kicker, anybody, Randy Bullock. Uh, you know, so it's like, it's going to be interesting to see as they start putting these pieces together, but they're still at the point where they have to create cap space. And, uh, you know, Field Yates tweeted this morning that they reworked the deal for, uh, you know, Zach Cunningham. You know, people were wondering, do they cut him? No, they like him. They yeah. redid his deal. And that's going to create about $6.4 million in cap space, right? That, you know, th- this is a team that, you know, are we forgetting? Before they could sign even Harold Landry and Ben Jones, they had to create cap space. So that's why there's now been five guys cut. Um, but, you know, they still need some more space because they do have a lot of pieces that, you know, even if they don't bring back everybody that of theirs who's hitting the market, they're still going to need to fill a lot of holes. So I understand the panic. But, you know, the Titans are going to have to do some bargain shopping, okay? 
you know, they spent over a hundred million dollars in, in, in on Ben Jones and, and uh, Harold Landry. Guys, a Harold Landry deal that looks so much better now in the mm-hmm. face of what's been going on in the AFC West the last mm-hmm. week. So, you know, you've got to have a pass rush. We and, and for for the panicking Titans fans, remember this: a year ago, that defense stunk to high heaven, right? I mean, last in third down uh, percentage by a long shot, twenty fourth in scoring. Uh, uh, you know, nineteen sacks for God's sake. And, and four of them came in this regular season finale, okay? That's the only thing that kept them from being last in that category. They added a bunch of players, and they got that side better. So, you know, have a little faith in John Robinson that he's going to get a tight end, uh, that he's going to get another receiver or two. And, and, and you know, I, I think the man has earned a little trust, okay? Six straight winning seasons. Only Kansas City has more in the entire NFL. So, down. He has relax, right, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. He, exactly. He, he is or the Alex Frank, Anthopoulos. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that too. He's the An- Alex Anthopoulos of the, of the NFL. NFL. So let's just calm down and let him do his thing. Teresa, speaking of Titans, minus have, the ring. I have two. Well, I have two questions. First question is: You just mentioned a tight end. Is Austin Hooper at all a possibility? He was released by the Browns yesterday. Gotta think he is, right? I, I mean, hope so. you know, that, that would be a night. We've seen a lot of tight ends sign elsewhere. So those options are definitely thinning greatly. And, you know, at this point, I still think they need to go wide receiver first in the uh, draft in the first round. They don't have a second round pick at this moment. So you're taking a risk if you think, and there's a lot of good tight ends in this draft, but you're taking a risk if you think you can wait to the third round and get one of those who can come in and contribute immediately right so, and so to, um, to, to follow up on chris's question regarding austin hooper now that tom brady's going back going to tampa bay you got to figure rob gronkowski is going back to tampa bay as well we've talked about oj howard he'd look awfully good in two-tone blue uh didn't he just sign a deal with buffalo did, did he? he i missed I, that yeah you would know yep, better than i would he, Yes, he, he, you know, I know that Von Miller signing kind of mm-hmm. overshadowed a bunch of what happened, but, uh, and again, that Landry deal looks even better because they spent six years, 120 million on Von Miller, uh, who's had injury issues the last three seasons, and they get Harold Landry, who's, you know, got the sixth longest starting streak or games played streak in the NFL among defensive players. They get him for 87.5 for five years. So, and very cap friendly. Remember that whole cap space, the Jones and Landry deal, eight point four million combined against the cap this year. Uh, so that's that's some good business right there. Yes, never mind about OJ Howard. Yeah, I, I mean one year three point five. Sorry, no, but again, but again that's and and that's <laughs> that just goes back to exactly what she just said. Tight ends are kind of uh, the good ones are are getting off the market, but people who needed tight ends are signing other ones. And Austin Hooper is available now because he just got released yesterday. So, so this may and not the be. Titans a, didn't have cap. Go ahead. Titans didn't have cap space till they reworked uh, 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 Zach Cunningham's deal. So, Correct. You know that's the, they they had a spot rack estimated them with seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars yesterday in cap space. So, so um, you know that's the challenge. Yeah. And, oh, I just looked up. uh, Yeah, Michigan looks like they're going to cruise through to the second round. A friend of mine had uh, Colorado State in a capture pool. Sorry. I believe um, the person sitting to my 
left had Colorado State as well. Because I was Sorry. I was mostly hopeful. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, my second question is: What does this offensive line look like next year? Well, uh, you know, Cousinberry's you know a free agent right now. Uh, and guys, as good as he was against the run, you know he was. You know, he I think he gave up like eleven sacks uh, last season. So that's an area that they have to get better. I mean, we remember how Ryan Tannehill got pummeled last year. So um, you know, right now you've got Taylor Lewan at left tackle, uh, Ben Jones is back at center, Nate Davis at right guard, uh, Dylan Radins. Remember him, second round pick this last year. Uh, right now, I would presume he would get the first chance maybe at right tackle. Um, you know, if you can step in with a few hours' notice and play left tackle in a prime time game in December, you should be able to, you know, slide over and play right tackle. So maybe Jamarco Jones, who has started at four spots along the line, maybe he ends up being the left guard. Um, so, and, and, and we'll see. So, you know, you know, he, I don't know yet if he's going to be the replacement for Roger Saffold or if he's the guy who replaces Kendall Lamb as that swing guy on the line. So, you know, the, the offensive line, do they need to add a couple more pieces? Sure. But uh, I, I would not be panicking right now about that offensive line. I'm more concerned about who's going to be catching that ball, who's going to provide the balance to this offense to give A.J. Brown a chance to breathe. Don't know who that's going to be, but uh, there are some certainly some, some decent options in this draft, I can tell you. Uh, I would yeah. love to see. And don't be surprised uh, if – don't be surprised if uh, John Robinson does another thing that drives us nuts and take a risk on a player who's coming off an injury. <laughs> I, I just know that the Titans' longer history with rookie receivers, you know, A.J. Brown notwithstanding, is not great. So, Previous, it, or previous coaches, previous GMs, uh, I, I know that there's a long track record of that, but that, you know, they, they, you know, I'm going to say this. I think the current administration, scout, and coaching staff get a little bit more leeway because of the, the success they've had. I mean, Nick Westbrook or Keen is an undrafted guy, and they turned him into a very key piece of this offense. So, not the guy I want starting, uh, you know, starting. Uh, I think he'd be a better three or four option for this team, but uh, at receiver, but, you know, an undrafted guy is. They've been making some serious hay with guys that no one else knows. All I'm saying is if Jamison Williams is there, they better take him. Yep. Or I'm going to be mad. <laughs> A lot all, of people will. That's all I'm saying. If if he, I, would, I don't think he will be there, but if he is. Stop passing on Alabama receivers. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Teresa, one quick thing before we let you go. Uh your thoughts on the two proposals for NFL's overtime? I, I kind of like the Titans one because that's the thing. You know, we, we've seen in this playoffs how easy it can be to win the toss, go down and score a touchdown. Making them go for two, that's the thing that, you know, puts a little tricky thing on it, right? It's not easy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that can make it look easy, but that ups the ante, so to speak, right? But I also like the idea of making – I mean – you know, particularly in the playoffs. I mean, right, both teams should get a chance in the playoffs to touch the ball on offense uh, twice. Now, that said, sometimes you just, you know, we, we, we've seen teams 
just not be able to do things, and, and, you know, it, late in regulation. And then, you know, if you can't make a stop with your defense, you know, should you be rewarded? So it's going to, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision, but uh, the Titans proposal, I think helped tweak it enough without having to go full scale. Both teams get it, get a chance at this. Well, it, forcing them to go for two means if you don't get it and the other team scores a touchdown, they kick an extra point and you win and they win. So, or you can just kick the extra point and put it on your defense. Which one do you want to do? I think that's there's a lot of strategy that would go into that. Mm-hmm. But here's a, 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 a wrinkle I want to throw out at you. What if we don't go to a coin toss, we just flip the field and continue from where we were at the end of the fourth quarter? That way a defense, mm. who, a defense who's been out there for eight, nine plays doesn't have to go back out there and start back at the 20 for another eight, nine plays. What if we yeah, just but when you field? do that, you're giving the de- you're giving a defense a chance to maybe get a sack or something like that, and and, and you know flip the field in that situation. So that kind of takes the defense out of it in that situation. And yes, I mean we've seen them flip the coin and they right have to go right back out there with only a quick breather, um, and it, it's not easy. I mean, shoot, look at what the Chiefs did to the Bills, and and then what the Bengals ended up doing to the. Uh, Remember that the the, the the Chiefs actually had the ball in overtime after winning the toss, mm-hmm. and the Bengals Terrific. made a defensive play. Go so figure. maybe, just maybe, people are you know overreacting. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, Teresa, thank you. We appreciate it as always. Uh, look forward to uh, speaking with you again soon. Sounds good. Take care, guys, and calm down, relax. Don't panic, Titan fans. Hey. I, look, I'm more worried about April 7th than I am August 7th. So <laughs> right. I'm I'm good on the Titans front, but yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't. So anyway, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to uh, to watch J. Rob work and get uh, now that the draft picks have been finalized. Most so all right, let's talk about the Tennessee Volunteers instead of the Titans on the other side of the break. We're gonna have just a few minutes, so stick around. We'll be right back after this. 